I sat down to edit this Thanos tribute and I got swept away doing it. Time fell off the wall. Hours escaped, minutes upon uh, hours upon days. Well, it really only took me like a whole day. I know the movie because I know the movie so well, and um, I almost like it just like fell out of it just fell out of me this thing because I had uh, I was gonna make it something funny, but what I find actually kind of funny is if you look at Infinity War from Thanos's perspective, straight up Thanos's perspective. He's entitled to his opinion. He's convicted in what he's doing. He's not right. He's not fucking right. We know this. That I don't think that's what's in question here. But at the same time, he's the hero of his own story. He isn't uh, Jebediah Stone. He isn't um, the... I'm thinking of all Iron Man villains. Mickey Rourke. The guy with the bird. Don't touch my bud. Uh, where's my bud? I want my bud. Give me my bud. See, like, I know there's not a podcast talking about the MCU. So, like, I want to bring that into the mix, too. So, um, you know, this is going to be the cold open. I have been thinking a lot about what the second episode of this podcast should be. Um, and that had to come to me naturally. And I listened to the first one a couple times. I was very happy with it. Um, I'm still waiting for it to get up on iTunes as I'm making this. And I'm hoping to have them unlock, you know. I want to put them out frequently. I want to credit the guy who made this song, Crossing the Divide. His name is Kevin Maclea. He runs the site Incompetech.com. I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Um, he gives out royalty-free music. That's pretty cool. How selfless is that? To write this kind of song. Piano's coming in. Tiny little bit of spark of motivation. A little tiny thing can light up your whole world. It's dark. I know, I don't mean to get all sentimental on you, but... Well, I think this is going to be the theme song for this show. Because I feel like, in a way, I'm crossing the divide. Into a new world. I mean to seem pushed. Uh, the thing is, to be creative, you have to be open. To be open, you have to be free. To be free, you have to let go. And be. Be who you want to be. I wasn't sent here to motivate you. <laughs> I was sent here to tell you what I'm thinking. I don't like to hear what other people have to think sometimes, but when I get a podcast, a good podcast in my hands, well, when you let your guard down, it's easier to listen. And I don't know, maybe if we all let our guards down a little bit more, it could be a little bit more like this guy Kevin who made this song. He's doing things for other people. Just to get his name out there. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for writing this song. Kevin. Mick. I love the guy who has name.
I'm Mr. Honest, and we are in for a show today. See that confidence? Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Just maybe you do it too? Wow, I really see the minute you acknowledge. The minute you acknowledge that you're doing something good, you ruin it. So I'm going to leave that as an example of we're going to get better together. Yeah, I don't want this to be strictly a motivational podcast. I just kind of think it's good for me. I think it's a great way for me to get into it. I really do. I think it's so funny. But at the same time, there's that moment in it. Um, I When you get to know the song a little bit better, um, there's that moment in the song where like, you just want to nod your head and agree, but like, <laughs> it like doesn't matter what's being said. That's what's so funny about it. Like, it, I could be saying like, <laughs> I'll show you. Cause we've all pooped our pants. When haven't you? It doesn't feel good, but we've all been there. Everybody poops. You just gotta know that when you poop, it's unique. I have been watching more movies that have to do with Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, not because I feel forced to, honestly, because I'm drawn in right now to the style. I really, really... Uh, I really like that I think everyone right now in, it feels to me like everyone's been preparing for like a comeback of the Western or I've just been ignoring the Westerns for so long that in a way when now that like I'm into it, that there's just like a gold mine of mine of shit for that I've never seen before. Um, and like that I've uh, probably been missing out on, but there's also this new movie out called The Ballad of Buster Sproggs. I'm going to make sure I got the name right on that. But I really like this movie. Yeah, The Ballad of Buster Scroggs. Um, you think it's... I can't spoil anything for you. I'm just going to tell you one thing. That if you have a short attention span and you're really into Red Dead Redemption, you have to watch this movie. Um, it'll probably be shoved down your um, throat by Netflix. It's a little mean... That's a little bit of a mean way to put it, because I really like Netflix. I think their original content's quality, and they put a lot out there, and they give a lot of new talent a chance. They give a lot of chances. They let that artist put their whole vision out there, which is why the drama is so big right now. And you hear people saying, we're in the golden age, golden age of golden age of the... Because there, it's true. We are in a golden age of media, but I don't know if that's ever going to go away. I think it's gonna. We are. It's it's gonna stay golden in its own lanes. I think everything's gonna start shifting. You see already little pieces of it in um like the Marvel movies. There's a giant audience who just hates it and categorizes them as superhero movies. There's another giant audience in which I'm included that thinks it's one of the biggest undertakings in film. And I think that could be easily laughed at um, by the people, those other people, but the people who watch it know what I'm talking about. The people who have been watching um, Iron Man 
from the very beginning know what I'm talking about. And I can say that with that much conviction. That's how good it is for a fan. And when people start talking shitty shit about it, 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 it's one of the few things I get defensive about. And I get that kind of outside view of like, oh my god, I'm a defensive nerd. I shouldn't be standing out for like this in public. It's almost like, I don't know, in a way, you can't be embarrassed about it. But like that's what they say, don't be embarrassed, be yourself. And then you go and geek out and like you see somebody or you don't want to like you wouldn't expect to see and they look at you exactly how you expected them to like you're I'm like I'm wearing my Overwatch shirt who gives a fuck I like this diva's my make do I have to explain everything to you who the hell are you you know I think well see that's the defensiveness of a nerd I just want to be considered someone who could kind of talk about a lot of different things and hoping that there's an audience for that and you know what if there's not Welcome, welcome. There is if there's one person hearing this, you know, welcome. I mean, I will not be very. If there's one person listening to this, don't make yourself too known, because <laughs> it's gonna get weird real quick. Like, like you're gonna have to like be a part of the show. And I mean, if you want that cool, I mean, send an email, Mister Honest Podcast at gmail.com. That is not an audition. I'm not opposed to having people on the show. If people are passionate. I'm open to hearing what they have to say. So, Mister Honest Podcast at gmail.com. We'll get maybe a little advice corner going. Maybe if you don't feel I'm equipped to give you advice, maybe we'll just talk about some of the shit that we like. I don't know. What game are you playing? What's really good? What do you recommend for a PlayStation right now? Um, I got it recently. I have dipped into Uncharted. Um, I got so much at once. I mean, I got The Last of Us at once. I got and I, I never finished it. Don't don't kill me for that because I got when I got The Last of Us, I got God of War four and I got. All the Uncharted's, and I got the Kingdom Hearts collection, which I played the first one. I couldn't not, like, I had to play that. You know, we're here, you've been here for whatever minutes now. You're on episode two. Thanks for coming. And this thing's gonna be edited, and it's gonna be put down to probably 30, 40 minutes to start these episodes. And I'm gonna do once to twice a week at this point. I'm gonna see how often I can make them. I'm gonna really see what's going on with Apple and the approval process. I'm hopefully gonna have about three to four made by the time they come up on Apple and the other uh, other services. Or you may be looking at the, at it right now and you're like, this is the second one. And uh, he, um, well, he hasn't done much. Well, you know what? It's a gold mine. All right, my little, the little specks of gold. Like in this movie, man, there's about a gold miner. It's stories from the wild, wild west. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Netflix, the Coen brothers made it. It's a variety film. It's got all sorts of people in it, man. It's got James Franco. Uh, you got a little bit of Liam Neeson in there. All right. That's just the start. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Okay? And then these actors. These actors that you love for movies. And it's even people you recognize <clears throat> that you don't even know exactly really like what their name is. But you know who they are. And we got to start reading those names. Or we don't. Do what you want to do. Live your life how you want to live it. Um, but watch this movie. Yeah, this is a great movie. This is a really good movie. This was a fantastic movie. I really like this movie. Because it has... Oh, God. I'm really liking these movies where you can click in and click out. So it's kind of... I feel like they almost had the idea of making a short Netflix series. But, like, each story in this movie is, like, really short or, like, really... like It's a two-hour movie with, like, eight stories. Stories from the West. 
I don't think it wants you to think that going in, but I think it, I don't know. Sometimes I like avoid a book by its cover and this is the, maybe sometimes I feel like, I don't know, maybe people will avoid this one by its cover or maybe everyone's going to watch it like me um, based off of this game. If you haven't, please watch it. Um, because if you're playing this game like The Hateful Eight, this movie has that feel to it. It makes you wonder, where did they draw inspiration from? What did Rockstar draw inspiration from? Well, let's just take a look at the Wild Wild West. Take a take a look at the eighteen late 1800s and, and see what life was like back then. It's just historically accurate. Because we have the capability to remake history. So that's what this film is. It exceeded my expectations um, around every corner and every story. And I'll tell you how I watched it. The format of this is a book. And I'll tell you once that it's a, it'll show you the book, go to the story, come out of the story. And that's like a whole story. Pause it. I have a short attention span with things, you know. This is a good thing to watch like while you're having a busy day if you're at home doing a bunch of things. Watch them one at a time and, like, let each one process. Like, because they're, like, each good in their own way. And I watched each one individually. Um, and they're easy to watch. And you're going to watch one and it's you'll, you'll feel, feel so fulfilled. Like, you can go back to whatever you were doing. Um, because I'm just going to say one more thing. There's a character named Arthur in it. And he's probably my favorite character in the whole movie. He was so good. The acting is so good in this thing. The Coen brothers, the guys who made that movie with Ben Stiller and the come in there. Something about Jane or Mary. or um, And they made a lot of great movies. Um, maybe we could talk about more of their movies. I want to be in one of their movies. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't want to be in any movie? Good God. Anyone who you see up there, like even the bad guy in those movies, like you hate them. You hate them. You love to hate them, though. And... That person, everything you're looking at is, I've heard this once. What did I hear? Like, I heard this on a podcast or somewhere, and I can't quote who it was. So please, if you know who it is, help me with the quote. Because I'm not going to dig back through every podcast I've listened through over the last uh, four years. Everything you're looking at, like uh, every show you're watching, you need to remember, if you're creative, or you're just trying to get motivated and get whatever you're doing, done everything you're doing your the computer the chair you're sitting on the movie you're watching it's a product of someone's dream someone dreamed that and they've felt a million favor uh failures before it once i've realized recently the reason i'm doing this podcast is when you put your feet forward against your head and <laughs> not talking about wrapping your Wrapping your uh, legs around your neck and kicking yourself. I'm talking about doing what the inner little tiny bitty voice is telling you to do in the pool that you're sitting in of hate and, and that circle you're in. If you do take those steps towards the light or towards the whatever you want to call it, towards towards the what you want to really be doing, you do it. And I've been like defying my odds in my life this year. How did I get into this from the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Because that's what I'm going to do. And we're going to center around one thing. <clears throat> we're going to revolve back to it. And we're going to, you know, talk about other things too. I really like the idea of just kind of like letting you know what game I'm playing. And giving you little stories and tales from it. And I think um, I'll definitely be doing other adventures in other games. I'm thinking about something for Spider-Man. Um, the, the sky is the limit.
All right, so this week we are still not finished with Red Dead Redemption 2. As in, I'm not finished with Red Dead Redemption 2. So I today actually want to talk about the story in its entirety. So yes, that means spoilers. Um, all spoilers are game. So if you have not finished any bit of the story, including the epilogue yet, yes, go, come back later, mark your spot. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about that now. And next week we're going to get into uh, online and hopefully that'll be out by then. But uh, we don't know much on that yet. All right, spoiler alert, you have been warned. Okay, um, I'm just gonna probably place this somewhere random. I just finished the main story of Red Dead Redemption, including the epilogue. No, so this is spoiler zone here, everyone. Spoiler zone, I'm gonna, put, I'm gonna find a cool alarm for this. It's not obnoxious, hopefully. Um, wow. Uh, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. This game was possibly the greatest game I've ever played in my life. And I'm not even going to like, I'm not going to lie to you about that. There's something nostalgic about it because I don't know. 27 years old. And I had an uncle who, he wasn't like a cowboy, but he, you know, he had that kind of like cowboy attitude. Very strange, like to me and foreign to me because like I grew up in the Midwest, Chicago, right? Um, like, from some of the research I've done, I mean, I know this isn't going to be spitfire for sure, what the, uh, like, this time period was like, but it really just, like, it's, it's a, I don't think there's been entertainment in this format ever to date, and, um, like, Rockstar, like, told the most moving story in media I've ever been a part of, and, like, it's because you become these people, you, um, form a relationship in this game with their uh, partners. You know, I'm watching the end of the game where they're getting married. Uh, I've Googled some of the premise for the original Red Dead Redemption, but I think I'm in for a... I mean, I don't think this whole family is going to stay nice together. I'm assuming, uh, you know, John Marston. You know, I know it's called Red Dead Redemption for a reason, right? So... I'm going to definitely play through that. I'll update you. I, I've, I've played a little bits and pieces of it, so we'll come back... My biggest surprise, and, you know, this is where the spoilers really come in here, guys, okay? Um, I really, that last fight where you were leading up to Micah on the mountain, I was not expecting to see Dutch there, of all people, knowing, um, I know the premises of, of the next game is uh, John bringing Dutch to justice. That's what I know. Um, that's what I've known. I always, like, from this point, from when Arthur died... Um, I was so sad. I actually had to mourn him. I literally, it took me so long to like get back up and play the game. Probably like two, three real days. It was fucked up. I hated it. I did not like that he died. I didn't expect him to die. I mean, I didn't hate it in the game, but I hated that it happened. It broke my heart. This little epilogue thing is so great, and I'm almost probably missing it, but I had to come and post my immediate reactions. Um... I will definitely probably be talking a lot more about this. I, this game is really good. And I'm going to be chronicling uh, some of my time online. You know, like I said, this isn't the only thing this podcast will be about, but it's going to be, you know, it's going to just be freeform in terms of what I'm doing. Like, I, I definitely don't only play video games, though. So if I'm building that strictly audience, I mean, I think you're here because you're just enjoying just listening. I don't know. I'm not going to think too much about it. I'm going to give you my best.
This song's dedicated to my best friend in the whole world. You got us in some events, didn't you? <laughs> Even though you weren't the best, you crashed us into things. Easy now, you weren't the only one to count on to get piercing in his wings. AC Morgan, you're the only horse for me. Found you by near Annisburg, it was true destiny. Even though you didn't get me where I needed to go, I had to walk you half the time down all those dirty roads. Man, could've gotten a new horse, people said. But you were my best friend, and I thought I was never gonna move on after I left you dying in front of that train. But I have to. Gee, Morgan, you're the only horse for me. I found you buying Iranisburg, and then you died on me. <laughs> Tracy Morgan, you're the only horse for me. When I lost you by Blackwater, I left it by the sea. My condolences, Arthur. I. I did not know you took Tracy Morgan's death so hard. Yes, I did, because I'm you. I apologize. Well, that is it for our show today. We're wrapping up right around 30 minutes again. It has been my pleasure to have you here. Thank you for stopping by. Come by next week. This is cheesy Yes, fuck. I'll make it good. I promise I'm not a deek. What's a dick? I meant deek, meant to tell you I'm not weak. Whoa, there's the mic. That's in check. Trying to figure me out just yet. Oh, good lord, ladies and gentlemen. This is the part where you're going to not walk. It's like, I poop. You poop. Poop smells. What do you think on it? What are you going on to and ask it yourself! This is the best proof of my life! Because, well, I ate Domino's Pizza and Taco Bell and McDonald's and shit! It's shit! It's bullshit! Bullshit! It's shit! It's shit! It's bullshit! It's shit! It's shit! It's bullshit! It's shit! <laughs> I'm being so good. I brought my girlfriend out. I'm talking about fast food. Because fast food sucks. Oh, God. Well, I really thought I pasted an earlier part of the song. I, like, pasted the whole song over. So I'm going to probably delete that and do this again, or I don't know. This will be bonus footage of me pissing off my girlfriend. Like, as if I, I can't just say um, it's bullshit, like, a hundred times out loud in my life. <laughs> yeah. So I may have done that. That was my fault.